Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your Good morning, Andrew. Well, hello there, Edwin. We are still in Matthew chapter 27. I want to talk about a new person today. So much happening in Matthew 27. Who's the person we're looking at today? Well, yesterday, I forgot to say it. Don't be Judas. You forgot to You don't think people picked up on that? Well, maybe if they caught the outtake. <laughs> uh, today, so, so I, want to, I got to say it right up front to make sure it gets said. Yeah. Don't be Pilate. So we're, as we look at these faces around the cross, we're kind of framing this. Some of these are negative examples. Mm-hmm. Don't be like them. Don't be that guy. Just so you think, but but by the end of our week and our discussion, we'll have some positive examples. Be like this guy. I hope so. Or that guy. But today it's don't be Pilate. Don't be Pilate. All right. And so let's talk about Pilate. What are you going to read? Very good. Matthew 27, verses 11 through 26 from the New King James Version. Now Jesus stood before the governor, and the governor asked him, saying, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus said to him, It is as you say. And while he was being accused by the chief priests and elders, he answered nothing. Then Pilate said to him, Do you not hear how many things they testify against you? But he answered him not one word, so that the governor marveled greatly. Now at the feast, the governor was accustomed to releasing to the multitude one prisoner whom they wished. And at that time, they had a notorious prisoner called Barabbas. Therefore, when they had gathered together, Pilate said to them, Whom do you want me to release to you, Barabbas or Jesus, who is called Christ? For he knew that they had handed him over because of envy. While he was sitting on the judgment seat, His wife sent to him, saying, Have nothing to do with that just man, for I have suffered many things today in a dream because of him. But the chief priests and elders persuaded the multitudes that they should ask for Barabbas and destroy Jesus. The governor answered and said to them, Which of the two do you want me to release to you? They said, Barabbas. Pilate said to them, What then shall I do with Jesus, who is called Christ? They all said to him, Let him be crucified. Then the governor said, Why? What evil has he done? But they cried out all the more, saying, Let him be crucified. When Pilate saw that he could not prevail at all, but rather that a tumult was rising, he took water and washed his hands before the multitude, saying, I am innocent of the blood of this just person. You see to it. And all the people answered and said, His blood be on us and on our children. Then he released Barabbas to them, and when he had scourged Jesus, he delivered him to be crucified. My understanding is that politically, Pilate is in between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. I, I don't remember all the details, but he had been in trouble with the emperor a couple mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. And he was basically on a short leash. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of one of those things of, if one more bad thing happens, Pilate, you're done. Right. And I think we probably need to recognize that the governor being done at best case, would mean exile. Correct. At most likely case, would mean execution. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so so in his mind, he's got to make sure not to let a riot start. Mm -hmm. I Mm -hmm. realize that's that's what's motivating this. He cannot allow a riot to start because if one more problem happens with these Jewish people that he's supposed to be governing, Mm -hmm. these troublemakers, if he lets it happen again, he's going to be in trouble. And that's exactly how he viewed them. And so he's trying to keep that from happening. Yet, on the other hand, 
here's this guy that he says, I know this guy is innocent. I should not let this guy get killed. I think that's what gets me is that while he has the political pressure, I need to keep peace here. He knows this is because of envy. For some reason, these Jews have it in for this guy. His wife is sending a message to him saying he's a just man. You need to, you need to, uh, you know, what did she say? Have nothing to do with it. Have nothing to do with him. I've suffered in a dream. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's getting warnings. It's his conscience. It's his wife all declaring that, well, this is a just man here. Well, I think that issue of her bringing up the dreams also highlights something. I mean, like, Pilate, does Pilate care if the Jews kill one of their people? He, I mean, evidently and, not enough. Well, because <laughs> I, I, no, I just mean in the bigger scheme of things, as we walk through this, it, it is kind of interesting that Pilate has any qualms of conscience. Mm. I mean, it's not like he actually cares. Yeah. yeah it, one Jew dies, another Jew dies. Who cares? But when we hear about this dream coming, there's there's an idea of, okay, wait a minute. Um, if I kill this just man, this is going to come back to haunt me later. I think mm-hmm. there's a little bit of a superstition also going on on Pilate's side. It's certainly with his wife. Yeah. It is. So there's some, the, the superstition, I think, is what's causing him the trouble is that if I let a riot happen, I know what's going to happen. That's going to be execution. But I also have this this kind of superstitious side that says if I kill this innocent man and now my wife's had a dream, so the gods obviously have a hand in this, I'm going to be in yeah. trouble. And he's weighing those things out. In the end, saving his political backside mm-hmm. is what takes precedence. Well, and you have this episode now that uh, certainly is infamous, this idea of washing hands. Yeah. I wash my hands of it. Um it's impossible, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for the theater of, of washing hands and saying, I have nothing to do with this, you're, you're doing it. But you can't because you're the one in authority, mm-hmm. because this is your moment, because this is where you stand up and you're getting counted one way or another. Mm-hmm. And uh, as difficult a place as that might be, you can't abdicate it. You can't. No. And it, it's interesting that he says, this man's blood's not going to be on my hands, but then... Matthew makes it clear he delivered him to be crucified. Yeah. He had him scourged. He had him scourged. It's his command. It's happening because he's saying it. He does not get to wash himself of that guilt. He does not get to wash himself of that shame. I wonder how many people today in the greater culture here in America and in the Western world, having heard that idea of I wash my hands of this, if they even know this is where it came from. I I know we as Christians do. Most of the people you and I talk to know this. But it, it's kind of like, you know, most people in America think that Abraham Lincoln was the first one to say a house divided against itself will not stand. Yeah, yeah. You know, there, there's a lot of these statements yeah. that come from the Bible, and most people think it yeah. came from Shakespeare. Reminds me of my favorite Abraham Lincoln quote, which is, you can't trust everything you read on the Internet. I've heard Abraham that. Lincoln. I've, I've heard that. I've heard he said that. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, the, the issue here is he's, he's walking. I like the way you said it. He's walking through this theater. Yeah. It's this this public display somehow, and and it is it's like in his mind he's got this political thing going on and he's got the superstition going on and here's how I'll deal with the political thing I'll go ahead and have him executed here's how I'll deal with my superstitions whatever I think is happening in the spiritual world I'll try to demonstrate it's not me it's not me it's not my fault I what else could I have done I had to do this yeah but I think what's going to convict him ultimately is his conscience hmm. because he he realizes. This is because of envy. Yeah. This is because of envy. This idea of washing your hands of Jesus. 
Now, you want to talk about theater or talk about imagery. Um, what kind of challenges do people run into today? Or maybe really it's not that there's so many challenges, but that, but this is a kind of a response to Jesus and to the gospel. Mm-hmm. To sit there on, you know, try to sit there on a fence and say, well, it may be. I mean, it may be that he's the son of God. I mean, it may be that he died and rose again, but, you know, maybe not, maybe not. You see to it Hmm. and try to wash their hands of him. Well, they wash their hands of him and then they wash their hands. We, I I don't want to say they, I do this at times, wash our hands just of the guilt of our sins. Mm. And so those who are denying Jesus wholesale or, or, just being agnostic about it as you're bringing up uh, there, there's very few of folks who are saying that who are like, but you know what, just in case, mm-hmm. just in case what I'm going to do is I'm going to surrender my life to Jesus. Just in case that's who he was, I'm going to do what he said. And in his name, I'm going to follow him. There's very few, most folks are saying, you know, I'm just going to do what I want. And I'm, you know, Lord, if you're really out there, mm-hmm. I just hope you'll overlook this because you know it's not really my fault if you had made it more clear. Mm. If you had if you had maybe written a letter, uh maybe if you had written 27 letters, that would have helped me. I don't know. But uh you know, and and besides that, you know, there's other people that are worse than me. I'm not the worst person yeah. out there. Yeah. In fact, I know some of the people who claim to follow you and they're worse than I am. Isn't it something that when Pilate says, I wash my hands, that you have people in the crowd saying, his blood be on us and on our children, in verse 25. Pilate pronounces that this is uh, the blood of a just person, and you know, so I, he, he wants to abdicate, he wants to say, I have nothing to do with it. And there's this group that's more than happy to step in and say, is that what you need to hear? Okay, fine. Okay, fine. It's us. His blood be on us. Yeah. How chilling, though. To seek, I mean, to, to, yeah, seek, offer. Yeah, I'll, I'll pay for that. Let the, let the blood of the Messiah fall on us. Well, because they don't believe he's the Messiah. And interestingly, in 50 days plus, they're going to say, we're really upset at you apostles because you're putting his blood on us. You, you're, you're, you're saying his blood is on our <laughs> That's hands. Right. They're going to be right. really, really upset you're about turning this. turning Jerusalem against us. Yeah, but but this but this day, it's it's do, do that. You know, I think about Pilate and now contrasting him with Judas, because the issue here is shame and guilt. Mm-hmm. Judas, in order to escape his shame and guilt, the only way that he could see honorable, he, he recognized his shame and guilt, yeah. and the yeah. only way that he could see honorably to deal with it is to execute himself, mm-hmm. to kill himself. Potentially, as you brought up yesterday, potentially taking the law into his own hands. Mm-hmm. Pilate, on the other hand, to deal with his shame and guilt, tries to pretend like what he is doing is not worthy of shame and guilt. Okay. I'll wash my hands, which means I don't have to feel guilty and I don't have to feel shame. I think you're probably right. I I think that probably didn't even work for him personally. Hmm. Ultimately, the one who condemns him will be God, not just his conscience. Right. Right. But these are the approaches we take. Mm -hmm. These are the approaches we Mm -hmm. take. And and I'm going to escape. It breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. I, I mean, I have people near and dear to me that I love dearly that the, 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 the part that they cannot wrap their mind around is just the declaration that I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. Mm. You know, I try to be good. I try mm-hmm. to be good. And you're, you're trying to claim that I'm a sinner and my friends are sinners and, yeah. and, and that if we just follow our, our, our advice from one another, that we're getting bad advice and it's just sin and wickedness. And, and it's like they, 
that's the thing that stops them from turning to Jesus. And that's and and so what they're trying to do is they are washing their hands. Yeah, you know, I mean, okay, yeah. I've done some things, but but I'm not really the guilty one. Mm. I'm not really the guilty mm-hmm. one. And mm-hmm. and so sometimes in order to escape our shame and guilt, we try to act like either what we did was not that bad, yeah, or it wasn't wrong, mm-hmm. or we didn't really do it, or you're worse than I am, so what I did didn't count. Yeah. Or you did something to me first, and so that made it okay. Everybody's doing it, so that means I'm not sure. culpable. All of these things that we go through that are our means of washing our hands. We, yeah. we may not turn the water on and pull out soap and, and, and do some ritual, but these are our means of trying to escape shame and guilt by washing our hands. We try to justify ourselves. We try to rationalize. Uh, I see what you're saying there. And again, it is a theater because we lack the ability to cleanse ourselves. We lack the ability uh, to, to heal our conscience and to have the forgiveness that only Jesus Christ, only his gospel provides. I can't wash my hands in a sink, but as James points out, I can purify my hands if I turn to the Lord. Amen. I, I think we need to wrap up. Yep. So I want to end with this. Don't be Pilate. Don't be Pilate. <laughs> Holy God, thank you so much for the day you've given us. It's hard to talk about folks like Judas and Pilate. It's hard because what they did is just, it's so heartbreaking, it's so awful, and yet in too many ways I see myself in them as I look at my own sins and times. And so I ask, Lord, for forgiveness, that you would remove the shame and the guilt. And we are so thankful we're reading this chapter about Jesus as much as it horrifies us to watch him be crucified for our sins. And and we I hate, and I know Andrew does as well, and I think everybody listening hates that this was this was the reason that it was our sin that caused this. And yet at the same time I, I rejoice and I'm thankful because you were willing. You were willing, uh, Lord God, in the person of Jesus the Christ to to be on the cross and to die on my behalf and on in our stead. We're just amazed. We're amazed. Help us not to be Judas, not to be Pilate, but rather to follow your son. It's in his name we pray. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna, Christ is captain of the mighty throne.